Hi, and welcome to Eat My Words, a twice-monthly Arizona Highways podcast that celebrates Arizona's unique culinary culture. I'm your host, Kelly Vaughn. For this episode of Eat My Words, I'm pleased to introduce Ryan Lawrence of the new Suncliff Gin. Ryan, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Oh my gosh, thank you, Kelly. I'm so, so excited to do something for uh, Arizona Highways. I've been like, my grandfather moved to Arizona in the 20s. He has 40, 40 decades of, of uh, he had them bound every year. Oh my gosh. I have all of them. It's like one of my favorite possessions. So oh, I really, that's wonderful. Yeah, it's so cool to be involved now. Oh, great. Well, I think it's important for our readers to know, our listeners to know, that we're doing this interview on a Thursday, right? Yes. And you literally just launched this brand on Monday. I mean, we've, yeah, officially, yeah. But we've, it's been work. It's, it feels crazy to think of it because we have been working on it for a year. But yeah, it's, it's a brand new baby brand. Awesome. And I mean, so far, what has the response been? It's been really positive. It's been actually like overwhelmingly. I mean, you know, you work on something like this, a gin, which is what it is. And, um, you know, the, the concept comes and then you kind of, it's not exactly real until, you know, we just produced the bottles and made it. So for a long time, it was, it was very abstract. So now that it's real, it's really exciting and people, you know, to see strangers try it and like it is so exciting. And that's a really fun point to be at. And I want to talk about the gin itself, because I think that a lot of people believe Arizona to be this just desert wasteland that doesn't sustain any life. But you're you're using elements of our desert landscape to create the gin. Um, yeah, so what what can you tell our listeners about the ingredients and really just how how Suncliff gin came to be? What's its history? Yeah, sure. No problem. It's um. You know, it, Arizona is not, if we're all in Arizona, we know it's not just a dust bowl. There's so much, there's so much variety and it's so interesting. And there, there's like just such vast differences between like a drive for half an hour, you see so much change and it's, that's, um, I'm from Arizona and then I've lived around, I've now lived back in Tucson, but it's, um, I don't know, that just that kind of, that magical exoticism that you may not really appreciate from the inside I'm kind of bringing from looking at having seen Arizona from the outside, I'm kind of bringing that back. So this gin, Suncliff gin is, um, it's got native juniper. I mean, that was kind of the departure point was my parents live in Sedona. They've just, I grew up in Flagstaff. I'll rewind a little bit. I grew up in Flagstaff and now I live in Tucson, but I lived in New York for a long time in Europe as well. Um, but my parents just retired to Sedona, which is really, nice it's so beautiful there so we've been exploring the area a lot and noticed at the first like the first may after the um the first lockdown i was super excited to go see my parents and like just see them we didn't even i didn't hug my mom it was like you know six feet we didn't eat inside we was it was really weird time we didn't really know what was going on but we knew we had to stay away and stay outside so we i kind of gave me the opportunity, me and my partner, Thomas, to um, explore more than I think we would have the, the great outdoors of that area. And I, 
was just struck. There's all these junipers, like it's all juniper. And that kind of got me thinking, okay, juniper, that's in gin. And then we were on one hike and we turned this corner and there was this beautiful elderflower bush blooming. And like, that's something you wouldn't necessarily expect in Arizona. It's a really European plant, but you know, we have native ones here and they're gorgeous. And that kind of, the juniper and the elderflower kind of something clicked for me. Those two got the ball rolling. So we uh, did a little research. I found that the region, Sedona is kind of unique. There's three um, really special junipers that grow in that canyon kind of together. So we use all three of those junipers, um, which have a more, it's less of a spicy juniper than most gins use. It's a little softer. And then we use, um, we got the FDA to approve for the first time, Ponderosa pine bark, which um, if you've ever been to Northern Arizona, you've got to go smell one because you never know there. Some people say chocolate, vanilla, butterscotch they're this amazing like they have a sweet vanilla-ness to the pine so I thought that would be a really fun um, note to play with so I didn't realize it wasn't approved by the FDA so that was another hurdle to get through but I think it's worth it because it really brings such a cool flavor and like you really kind of taste our special forests in there it really comes through so, you know, we've heard a lot in the news lately about FDA approval, um, given the current situation in our country, and, and we know that it can be a pretty rigorous endeavor. What was that process like for you and your team? You know, it was, you just have to be on them. You know, there's so many, they were busy, they're doing a lot, and just kind of not falling through the cracks. That was a big being a small starting out brand, we, that was our main thing every day was just make sure we don't fall through the cracks, even like talking to the bottle people, the label people, the cork people, the whole thing was just to like really remain visible to them. And that became just kind of our job while we weren't working. Sure. And you, you mentioned, you know, using a softer juniper in your process, you mentioned the Ponderosa pine bark, which to me definitely has a very distinct vanilla flavor yeah. um, scent. How would you describe the taste of the finished product? Oh my God, it's, how would I describe it? Well, definitely it's gin, it's definitely gin, but it's a little more balanced. There's nothing really too spicy about it, which some gins have like that really junipery and it's like kind of a spiky flavor. Ours is really, it's really well-rounded as a drink and it's really kind of, you don't need to mix it with a lot that you can kind of enjoy it as a kind of a sipping scotch. Like you can really just sip it, which is a surprise that most people don't really do that with gin. Sure. Very nice. One of the, one of the questions I like to ask people, especially knowing that they grew up here, left, and then came back. Uh -huh. What was it? What was that experience like for you? Or, or what did it feel like to come back to Arizona? after spending years in a very different place, you know, on the, on the East Coast? You know, it was really exciting because, I mean, yeah, if you're from Arizona, it kind of feels just, you know, it can kind of be this dusty cow town, you know, it's not, you can kind of get used to it. And then coming back, it had like, it was really exciting and it held like a lot of potential and it was exotic and like having seen a lot of the world since I left, like it, it's really special and that's really exciting. Like there's nowhere else in the world like Arizona that has like 
these giant cactus and these giant trees and these amazing rocks and just has so much that isn't anywhere else. So that it's just really exciting to come back and bring what I've learned from the world back with me. Um, and you, you're working now on some ancillary products with other Arizona creators and makers. There are coasters um, and things like that that are benefiting um, Dig Deep's Navajo Water Project. What can you tell us about those endeavors? I'm really happy you brought that up. Actually, that's like um, one of our biggest focuses. The gin, the juice, the bottle, it's beautiful. We love it. But then we wanted a little more like, you know, there's there's support, there's accoutrement to your to your drinking. So yeah, we wanted to have this online shop and we felt like we needed to give back and that was our way to give back to the community. So, I mean, working with Dig Deep and um, the Navajo Water Project was actually an idea of my mom. She worked um, all around the area on different reservations with um, Arizona Schools for the Deaf and Blind. So she was really tuned to that and she thought this was a great, um, worthwhile project there's like something like 2.2 million Americans don't have running water and there's a disproportionate amount of that that are indigenous and it just felt like you know this liquid there was sort of a parallel with liquid water so mm -hmm. it just kind of worked um, and yeah our shop's really great we're working with local makers we have this amazing soap from Artemisia soaps that I know Arizona Highways has featured recently and she's amazing and we she uses our ingredients and we we kind of developed it together and it's like such a good soap we have coasters with artists that we're going to kind of keep keep alive so we have a great artist series now and we have some uh, we have a cocktail kit and a home home buzz kit with some some sage and some other botanics you can burn and a crystal kind of leaning into that Sedona thing Awesome. Um, and it's my understanding that 100% of the proceeds through website sales of those items go to the project, correct? Yeah, exactly. 100% of the proceeds. We're not going to make any money from this. Just like we'll get the stuff and we'll sell it. And that money goes straight like that. Our account, we've just set it up the account and it just goes straight through. It's beautiful. That's such a beautiful component of this story, I think. But just as beautiful is the bottle itself from the label to the cork and everything what was the inspiration for the bottle design so the bottle you can see it here it has we were just thinking like we you know after the idea of the juice came we're like okay we have a bottle and we just thought oh red bottom why not and so the the indentation on the bottom of a bottle that's called the punt so we painted the punt and it looks like a mesa and it's this beautiful red, like Sedona red color. So it looks like there's a little world inside the bottle. Um, and then we have the cork is the, the color of the juniper berries that we, that we hand collect. And then it has a little, just a little spiral. That's a petroglyph that was um, a petroglyph that's nearby. We saw in the, I think, there's a ranch outside of Sedona that has some great spirally petroglyphs. And you're like, oh, you know, that means water. So let's like, let's take it. So that's it. Fantastic. And I know that there are several stockists. I won't even say several there. You have many stockists already around the state from Sedona to Prescott to Phoenix to Tucson. Um, 
talk to me about how those relationships were made and, and your hopes maybe for the next year in terms of taking the gin to a wider market. I mean, that's what's exciting now is the next year, like this past year, researching, developing, being abstract about it, designing. But now it's really like we get to actually participate in the world with it, which is super exciting. And yeah, we've gotten some really amazing stockists and um, great independent off-premise shops. And yeah, like you said, Flagstaff, Prescott, Sedona, Phoenix, all over the place, Tucson, where I live. We've had really great luck, of course, just already living there. Um, But we hope to just engage more with the community. We have uh, some events coming up finally, now that it's cooling off a little bit. We have an event in Prescott at the Prescott Farmers Market Fundraiser, September 12th. Um, I think the bartender from the Triple Creek is going to be making a signature Suncliff cocktail there. So yeah, come down and try it. And we'll be that's kind of our project this month is kind of thinking of where we want to be in the next couple months. So we will be announcing those on our social media platforms and on any way we can get the word out. Fantastic. And, you know, you mentioned earlier your partner, Thomas, who obviously is involved in this quest and your partner, Claire, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have a female owner. This is an LGBTQ owned and operated business. What is your vision or what are your hopes in terms of amplifying inclusivity in this industry? I think, I mean, that's such a good question. I think just like by announcing that and being really transparent about that with people and having a great product and then standing behind it and being ourselves is kind of a way. And then, you know, we will, we'll, discover ways to support people as we go, because that's what we're attracted to. That's who we are and that's what we love. And since you've been back in Arizona, have you been itching to get to any part of the state in particular that you want to explore and maybe take a bottle of the gin along with you? Definitely. I mean, of course the Grand Canyon would be amazing. Um, Bisbee is such a cool place to hang out in as well. Um, It kind of with our distributor at the moment, we don't totally have access to those places, but um, yeah, and more in Sedona. I think we really need more in Sedona. Sedona's kind of a tough cookie, but we're, we're here to stay, so we'll get in there. Awesome. One last question for you, Ryan. What do you want our listeners to know most about Suncliff Gin? I want them to know that they need to try it. Like it's, it's a really, it's a beautifully compelling thing. It's unlike anything else that you're going to find on the bar. And I just want people to try it because once you try it, it's, it's delicious. And it just, it's inclusive. It's like, it's, it's a, it's a different approach to gin and drinking in general, kind of. And I just want, I just want everyone in the state to be included in this and to, and to have fun with it and experiment. Like there's so many like interesting, um, and talented bartenders that are making really unusual things that I would never think of. And that's really fun. So I want people to go in there and try, like, just play with it, get a bottle, ask a bartender to play. Like, I just want to, just want everyone to play with it and try. With that, Ryan Lawrence of Suncliff Gin. Ryan, thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Kelly. This was such a great opportunity. For more information about Suncliff Gin, visit suncliffgin.com. For more information about Arizona Highways, visit ArizonaHighways.com. Until next time, eat my words.